A communist presidential candidate in France promises to ban all homework in France forever. Before you rush to the nearest airport and book a one-way flight to France, let's take a look at a few complications here. Also, the conflict between Russia and Ukraine has escalated very dramatically. California tries to protect all household animals from ever having any minor discomfort ever. We'll explore all of this and more today on Right Side of the Road. So over this week, the situation in Ukraine has escalated beyond my anticipation. Last night, or Wednesday night for us in Arizona, Russia began a full-scale invasion. Earlier this week, reports had been made that Russia seemed to be preparing to invade, but we didn't know if it was just an entire, just a complete bluff. We thought it wasn't, but we didn't know for certain. CBS News' Dave, David Martin from CBS News said, I believe it was on Monday, Quote, so not only are they moving up closer and closer to the border into these attack positions, but the commanders on the ground are making specific plans for how they would maneuver in the, the, their sector of the battlefield, end quote. So Putin has said before that he won't invade, but that is clearly not true. And as a side note, Russia has 19, no, not 19, 190,000 troops ready. If they're all used, this will become the largest war in Europe since 1939 or the start of World War II. This is all according to the former ambassador to Russia, Michael McFaul, Fowl? F-A-U-L is how that ends. I'm not sure. On top of all this, Ukraine's president, and I'm going to butcher this name, forgive me, Vladimir Zelensky, might have gotten close enough, fled the country recently. As Fox News reported, Zelensky is expected to be a key target if Russia does invade. He fled after a series of explosions went across Ukraine's pipeline. Here's the main problem with that. Russia's main export is oil and natural gas. To keep their economy afloat, they rely heavily on exporting goods through Ukraine to the rest of Europe and the world. If they attacked Ukraine heavily, Russia would risk ruining the pipeline. According to Ted Cruz in an interview with the Daily Wire, Putin began an undersea pipeline in 2015 called Nord Stream 2. It goes straight to Germany, so Russia is theoretically no longer dependent on Ukraine, meaning they can do whatever they want. Although Germany has said that they aren't going to certify the Nord Stream 2, so for now it is delayed to... I guess is one of the punishments to try and stop Russia from doing this. And now we get to the actual invasion. Russia has begun massive helicopter airstrikes on Ukraine, trying to take their airspace. Russian President Vladimir Putin announced early Thursday or late Wednesday, depending on your time zone, that, quote, a, a special military operation, end quote, was underway. This is, of course, the invasion of Ukraine. That's what the special military operation he's talking about is. And also, good news for us, the statement came with a threat. A couple of words, uh, quote, a couple of words for those who would be tempted to intervene. Russia will respond immediately and you will have consequences that you have never had before in your history, end quote. And I apologize that I can't do that with like the Gru accent because that would be much more fitting. Okay, that's enough. If you don't know, Biden is trying to intervene and more on that in one second. In Ukraine, multiple explosions were filmed. Here's some of that footage. And I'm sorry this clip doesn't have any audio. I mean, it's an explosion from miles away. So for those of you just listening, there's a big explosion. So yeah, Ukraine is just being full on attacked. And I'll be bringing you updates as we get them on the situation in Ukraine. But we need to look at Biden's response to the whole situation. Earlier in this process, he was saying that he will be imposing sanctions on Russia to try and punish them, to try and punish Russia, but here's the problem, and he does admit this, he may stop buying gas from Russia, but that's only going to make our 
problems worse because Russia is where a huge portion of our gas comes from. So prices at the gas pump may rise again as they have been continually since Biden took office. This is mostly his doing. He cut off, uh, I think it was early 2021, 2020, he cut off a major pipeline in the U.S. which made us more dependent on Russia instead of trying to be less dependent on Russia and not supporting a communist, I think Russia's, con yeah, communist regime, socialist. Instead of supporting Russia, he just made us more dependent on Russia, which I don't know how that made sense to him, but I don't know how he being president makes sense, so I can't justify anything. He says that this is all in the name of freedom. I'm not sure if this is a direct quote, so to paraphrase, he said that defending freedom has consequences. If that's not exactly what he said, that's almost exactly it. And here is the problem. Why should we be paying for a conflict that doesn't affect us? A conflict thousands of miles away and overseas. We don't need to be worrying about any of that whatsoever. We can try to stop them, because I guess Russia shouldn't invade, and we can do what we can to stop them. But there's a line that we need to draw. It was, it's been reported that we're planning on sending troops, our troops, over to Ukrainian soil to defend them. And we don't need to be wasting lives and troops and resources for a conflict that wouldn't have affected us if we hadn't intervened. Again, we can try to stop them, but if you make tons of Americans' lives worse, you need to find a different solution. Because these solutions that he's trying to come up with are ending up, to, are en end up affecting us. Biden actually acknowledged this as an invasion, though. Here's a clip from a few days ago. Yesterday, Vladimir Putin recognized two regions of Ukraine as independent states. And he bizarrely asserted that these regions are no longer part of Ukraine and their sovereign territory. To put it simply, Russia just announced that it is carving out a big chunk of Ukraine. Last night, Putin authorized Russian forces to deploy into the region, these regions. Today, he asserted that these regions are actually extend deeper than the two areas he recognized, claiming large areas currently under the jurisdiction of the Ukraine government. First of all, is Russia supposed to be scared of this old man? And I quote from that clip, quote, are actually extend deeper. And then he makes that little sound he makes that is equivalent to like a car burning out. And then he just, and then there's silence for a few seconds randomly. Yeah, super threatening to Putin here. So let's begin to, uh, so I, I, I'm going to begin to impose sanctions in response far beyond the steps we and our allies and partners implemented in 2014. We're implementing full blocking sanctions on two large Russian financial institutions. Here's the problem with these sanctions that he's talking about, and many other theoretical ones against Russia having to do with debt and their economy. They begin March 1st. I'm recording this as of Thursday the 24th of February. It'll be coming out the 25th of February. Russia knows that they are coming because he's announced it, but they aren't there yet. So if they can just fix these problems before they'll be punished for the problems, they're not going to do anything to them. If they were implemented immediately, maybe they'd do something. But when they're not implemented in a timely fashion to where Russia has time to prepare for them, then they aren't going to have the desired effect. Here's the thing with Russia's economy. It is really weak. If we did these things well, again, soon, and like, as soon as Biden announces it, it happens, and only if they're done well, we would actually do harm to Russia. So you don't miss out on any of the news on Ukraine. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube and follow Right Side of the Road on whatever podcast platform you may be listening on. In between episodes, if Russia continues with this invasion and when it probably gets worse, 
I'll do my best to release some mini episodes for you so you don't miss anything in the situation. And although I do have a tournament this weekend, so maybe I, maybe it'll be a little bit harder. But anyway, while you're at it, why not share this podcast? You're listening to Right Side of the Road. So like I said, a presidential candidate in France wants to ban homework, just all of it, forever. I don't, I don't even know where he got that from, but he just thought, oh, I don't, I wasn't good at homework as a child, so I might as well just ban all of it. And this is all from the Daily Wire. The candidate is reportedly running with the French Communist Party, and this makes sense. The communists everywhere are completely authoritarian. A true communist government, such as China, has complete control over every aspect of life in their country. For every citizen. They can do whatever the heck they want. In France, they aren't built on a communist government, so I don't think this candidate can carry out their promise, even if they were elected, but it isn't shaping up well for them. In a poll from Politico, the candidate is only running with about 4% support, which I find is crazy that someone managed to get a lower approval rating than Kamala Harris, who actually, by the way, has a lower approval rating than a former vice president, Dick Cheney, who shot a man in the face, and he after he shot the man in the face. So, I mean, props to this guy for managing to find some way to get a lower approval rating than that. And even if they were elected, here are some problems with this candidate. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name as well. Fabienne Roussel? I don't don't know what accent that was. He's supposed to be French. Would be able to get anywhere with the way that France works right now. He's not going to do anything. For one, how would this law be enforced? Would there have to be government officials posted in every classroom every day to make sure no teachers assigns homework? Just two big buff bodyguards with sunglasses standing there, silently listening to the second grade teaching you about elephants? I don't know. I guess that would just be a complete waste of government resources, though. Even if they did somehow manage to get something from 90s FBI Disney movies. And I guess they could implement, like, a reporting system where students or their parents could report a teacher who assigned homework. But that would lead to countless false positives, where students who don't like their teachers report them for homework. And that sounds like a terrible crime, not a terrible crime, but like a terrible crime to be reported for. What? How is homework a crime? Anyway, the education minister, Jean-Michel Blanquer, Blanquer, Q-U-E-R, what is that in French? Formally agreed with this policy, saying, quote, That means that there is homework, but it's not meant to be done at home, but rather in the establishment, end quote. And do you spot the contradiction here? The word homework implies that the work is done at home. Homework itself is intended to make sure that you remember what you learned that day. And it pulls pulls what you learned back to the front of your brain, and you get some extra practice. Is there usually too much of this? Yes, definitely too much of this. But that doesn't mean that we should never have homework, especially for kids who need the extra work. It's better to have extra practice. And I do mean practice. When teachers assign half of their lesson as homework, or they assign a new lesson to learn something different as homework, that's a problem. If they can't teach it in the classroom, a poorly written workbook isn't going to do any better. At least I hope not. If it does, I question your teacher's quality. Anyway. I can't claim that I've done my homework all the time, or that I haven't just snuck it under my papers to do it in class, but I can say that it's better for kids who need the practice to actually have it. So banning it won't be great. Even if France could enforce this, they would see a huge drop in the effectiveness of their education system. 
in total, don't leave your family for France just yet. This isn't actually going to work out for the candidate, and it may just make your life worse. On the topic of stupid laws that don't work, you know I'm about to talk about California. A lawmaker in California is proposing a dog and cat, dog and cats, bill of rights. This mandates that every animal control agency and pretty much every animal shelter that you can think of must post the dog and cat bill of rights or face a penalty. If this doesn't sound absurd already, take a look at the rights listed. First right, quote, Dogs and cats have the right to be free from exploitation, cruelty, neglect, and abuse, end quote. Okay, I guess that's kind of understandable. I'm not sure why this should be mandated or why it's just dogs and cats. Let's continue. Second right, quote, Dogs and cats have the right to, to a life of comfort, free of fear and anxiety, end quote. I don't, I don't even understand. A life free of all fear and anxiety ever? Humans don't even have that right. How are we supposed to determine the comfort thing also? Are we supposed to figure out which bed is the most comfortable for them, wait for them to speak to us to figure it out? This was probably actually written by quote unquote dog psychics who can apparently read dogs' minds and then they make a living off of it by lying to people. Okay, third right. Quote, dogs and cats have the right to daily mental stimulation and appropriate exercise, end quote. Again, not even a right humans have. Mental stimulation? What do we need to get them an iPad and put a trivia app on it? Appropriate exercise is also the dog's choice. They can run around your house and backyard all they want. If they choose to sleep all day, that's their fault. The bill lists a few more crazy rights that these animals don't need, and here's a few of the problems. I'm not going to actually list all of these rights because it's just going to be too much. As I said, humans don't even have these rights, especially those such as the right to live without fear. That's also impossible to achieve. You have no control over whether or not your dog is afraid of something. I, my friend's dog is afraid of, like, pans that you would cook a pie in, so I'm pretty sure that you can't exactly control that. A second thing, cats should not be included. Cats are evil little devils that think about ripping your face off while you sleep. No exceptions. Third, does this, spe does this include all species of dogs? Would you like a wolf in your home? Do you want to give it comfort instead of keeping it safely in a cage? Cat people, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to house a lion? Actually, you're a cat person. You either want a lion or deserve a lion. And sadly, we have reached the end of this episode of Right Side of the Road. Russia is pretty much just full-scale at war with Ukraine now. France tries to outlaw homework, and California introduces the world's worst bill. Although it's California, so we're just going to keep saying that it's the world's worst bill because it's just going to keep getting worse. And be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss the potential updates coming on the situation in Ukraine. You're listening to Right Side of the Road. Adios. <laughs>